That is us, Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. We are efforting our friend Jim Roop, Westwood One News contributor, to discuss a couple of the propositions with us. Proposition 12, allegedly... Oh, he's here. Jim, Jim, you there? I'm here, yes, sir. Oh, there you are. You're on the fancy Comrex. Well done. So let's start with Prop 12. Uh, This is about animal confinement, and of course we look at that and go, yes, yes, we don't want animal cruelty, but I don't trust trust these propositions to do what they say they're for. Well... Because of what we're hearing from either side, the bottom line is: in 2008, there was a proposition that was passed by voters that required farmers to give hens, cows, and pregnant pigs more room—room mm-hmm. room to stand up, walk around, uh, turn around, stretch their legs, lay down. But there was no real measurement. Nobody took a measuring tape and decided how much room is that. So hens is the most controversial. Uh, they were given arbitrarily eight tenths of a square foot. That's not written down anywhere. That's just what the industry decided Eight to give them. Eight-tenths. Is that Eight tenths enough for them to move foot. around? It seems small. Well, this proposition would give them exactly one square foot. Oh. And, and, that, and that would start in 2020. Then by 2022, they would be cage-free. Now, farmers could still put a bunch of cows in a big barn, mm-hmm. but they'd have to put them in there so that they still at least have a foot and a half to two feet uh, to move around and not in cages. And then uh, we move on to cows, which get 43 square feet, and uh, pregnant pigs, 24 square feet. Well, it, it, uh, I, I mean, again, I'm, I'm all for animal, you know, treating animals humanely, and a yeah. lot of places already do do that. My question is, are we talking about a new bureaucracy here in California? Yeah. Another bureaucracy? Yeah, and that's why farmers are against it. They just, they just made the changes in 2008. Now they're going to have to make more changes. Also, oddly enough... Most of the opposition comes from animal animal rights activists who are saying, first of all, uh, it, it doesn't go far enough. They're not giving enough room in it, and secondly, it doesn't get there. Fa- it doesn't get to cage free fast enough. So it's not that they're against oh, the yeah, proposition yeah, yeah. in its face, but they're against the proposition because it doesn't do what they would rather. Well, that's crazy. Why yeah. we don't want to move in the right direction, even. But I, I yeah. still don't. Yeah, I still don't understand how this would be implemented, and if it does hurt farmers, and if it does create a giant bureaucracy that will have more expense year after year attached to it. Here we go, California. Way to Every go. Every proposition has a cost, especially the first four. Those are bond issues you know i mean anything that's a bond i heard you say that what your dad told you if it's a bond issue don't vote for it no it's my my father-in-law he just said just don't do it just uh, yeah better off because that's got to be paid off i mean it's like the best thing we can uh, kind of equate it to is if we were buying a house we don't have enough money to go buy a house so we get a loan that's kind of what a bond is. And over the course of, of the t- over course of time with these bond measures, especially with these f- these four, it's going to be it, it, the bonds will will raise about 16 and a half billion dollars. The problem is the state will pay back double that, about yeah. 33 billion dollars because of the interest on it. So and, and prop 2 is the only one that has any funding and, source and then, built into it. And by the way, if this sounds familiar, then those bonds get sold in ba- baskets and then there's derivatives on those baskets. Sound yeah. familiar everybody? That's our next financial crisis oh, waiting to They waiting never to get paid off. Then we raise bonds 
to pay the bonds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Great. All right. So let's talk about the first couple. Uh, the mental health money for housing. So, okay. Um, yes. Yes. Don't we already have this? Isn't Which this one? Are we talking about Prop 1? Prop 2 now. Oh, Prop 2. Yeah, Prop 2, that's the one that has... Um, that. See, these are, these are so complicated. Yes. Back in 2004, this it was the Mental Health Services Act, right? And that yes. was supposed to raise $2 billion, right. that, that bond. Yes. Although legislators haven't been able to get that money yet. Why? So, yeah, I don't know. They've been fighting to get it. There's been all kinds you of... You sure they haven't been uh, diverting it somewhere? Is there, is there that, maybe well, to a train a to nowhere? Uh, that's, uh, that's a great question. Yeah. But they haven't been able Pensions? to get that yet. Yeah. So this bond would raise another $2 billion, So you have $4 billion. So we don't know what happened to the original, but we want to throw more this, money at well, this, this, at its core, is our problem. Yeah. This is the problem, which is a state that's run amok and cannot uh, handle its financial affairs. But this does have a built-in source. I mean, the millionaire's tax, that 1%, uh, that's only about a million dollars. But still, that does have a funding source to at least help start paying it and back. And how much is that, and where is that? Where is it coming from? Is that's it a, about a million dollars. That comes That comes from the that the tax on the millionaires. Well, the what's rest wrong of with this? Let's tax all the millionaires, of, of course. Let's get them. Oh, yeah, they pay <laughs> their fair share. The evil millionaires. They pay their fair share. Who that tax already exists. Yeah, What's and by the way, they, they will run out of this state so damn fast. And then yeah. who's going to pay the taxes? Well, They're already paying 90% yeah. of the taxes. You and I, man. Then the rest of it comes out of the general fund, which is our tax dollars. But, work. They, but they have a problem where something like 70% of the taxes are being paid by nine, by 2% of the people or something. Yeah, That's it's not it, sustainable. It's not sustainable. And if they keep uh, climbing on the backs of that 2%, they are not going to stay around. It right. just not, it just there's something called the Laffer curve. They either stop working or they leave. That's it. Period. That's human behavior. I mean, uh, in in theory, all these things look great. I mean, ho- housing for for homeless, ment- uh, mentally ill, uh, the mentally ill homeless, and for veterans. I mean, yeah, everybody wants that. Hey, but here's here's you know here's the other thing. You if they don't want the services, we are un- unable to render them to them, and this is the major problem. So until they expand conservatorship and gravely disabled, the the patient, the people on the street aren't going to take these funds. Yeah. So it's unbelievable they're putting the cart way ahead of the fo- the horse. Well, I keep I keep pointing to Mitch Englander's uh, example about those showers. Yep, to you know, twelve I mean, was a fourteen visits to yeah, get one to shower. Get one to get shower. one guy. Yeah, in the shower. Country. That's the yeah. deal. And that there's there's a, a infinite distance between that and getting them into an apartment and, and treatment. Unless you had a conservatorship, then you could just do it and they, they'll be fine. And they guess what? They'll want to have their treatment once it gets going. And then Prop Six. This is the gas tax. Uh, we are going to talk to somebody at the bottom of the hour regarding that one specifically. But, uh, you know, I've got a breakdown of where the tax dollars go now already. It's very confusing. <laughs> yep. Really? On purpose, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, uh, if, here's the, the only real confusing thing to me with this is for some people who don't understand that, if you vote yes, you're voting down the, pro- the, right. the gas tax. If right. you vote no, be, uh, and because of the way it's worded, if you because it's worded as if you are taking money away from uh, infrastructure, roads and bridges, that kind of thing. So if you vote no, you say no. I don't want to take money away from fixing the roads and the bridges. Right. So people will vote no, which means they'll impose the tax. So it, that that's confusing. And then the the uh, the people behind the gas tax are saying, well, you're, we're going to lose five billion dollars. You're going to take away $5 billion. Well, they want this to raise the $5 billion. So it's not like we would take away $5 billion. They just wouldn't be able to raise it. They would have to use 100% of the gas tax already to go into the infrastructure because, the, as I said yesterday, I think, the Legislative Analysis Office already 
in their in their study said if we took 100% of the gas tax now and put it in roads and bridges where it's supposed to, we'd have enough money to pay for the repairs. Right. right. Instead, we're looking we're looking at it that it goes to statewide administrative costs, which is uh, University get, of California. Yes, say goodbye. Say goodbye. The controller's office gets seven million bucks. Uh, supplemental pension payments, seventeen million dollars. That's where I, I assumed most of it was going. Well, I think it's, I think maybe some of that administrative cost is part of that too. I'm sure. So, are there other propositions we should uh, that are that are equally as confusing? And well, we you know, the, we hear we hear Prop Eight, the dialysis oh, yeah. uh, experiment. You yeah. know, that's that's really going to that's an experiment because even the, in the analysis of the bill it, or the measure, it doesn't say whether they can predict if it will make uh, insurance costs go up or healthcare costs go up or healthcare costs go down. So this is really kind of an experiment. And, and it's more about the business of dialysis. There's three dialysis companies, for-profit dialysis companies, that handle 98% or 78% right. of the dialysis uh, patients. So it really is an experiment in that. And well, they uh, want to consolidate them into essentially state-run... What they want to do is they want to cap the profit. What this what what this would do is it would require these for-profit dialysis companies to give an explanation of what of their costs, and then their they, that they would take that cost, and then their their profit would be capped at fifteen percent over that, and that fifteen percent is profit, and then uh, uh, salaries for managers. Okay, and the problem with that is yeah uh, that could work. But dialysis companies could get around that by raising the cost of dialysis or giving employees raises. So their 15% could go up because the cost of the services would go up. It's just another administrative layer. It's a bureaucratic layer, and that is always adds inefficiencies to medical care, and it always makes it bad for the patient. Right, and that's always. what you told me, which is why. Yeah, it's just anytime you see that, you should always just vote it. Just bad for the patients, and listen, the, the, you want to create as much free market as possible, and as much freedom for the doctor and the patient to solve the problems on behalf of the patient. If you start adding in state regulations, does any other state have anything like this? Uh, well, not to my knowledge. I, 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 mean, I don't think any other state has any of these most confusing things. Yeah. Let's, uh, Art wants to make a comment here. Go ahead, Art. Art? Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, man. Say, uh, basically, it's coming down to, I guess, what you guys would call truth in advertising. <laughs> Where is that? It's, it's like, well, it, that's why you're all confused. It's like, Okay, this ad is not presented by a person that's running or a committee that's running for him or anybody backed by him running for him. It's like, well, what the heck is that? It's everybody postures themselves so they can keep their job and just keep the, as you guys are hinting on, the regular BS, uh, well, it, it, the, real, the real problem is that that it, it the state. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. I look around at our state, and Jim, you correct. Thank you, Art. By the way, uh, our state is not. Our state is falling apart. It is not being. It, it, things are not better. They are they are collapsing around us. At least in Southern California, and I'm certainly here. Same in San Francisco. They are really getting bad, and they're getting bad quickly. Yep. In the meantime. There is tons of money being collected by our state yeah. and vaporizing and being spent in ways that just are incomprehensible. So the two homeless uh, ballot measures are a perfect example. So more money 
to people that don't know how to manage it, to me, seems like a horrible idea. Just that, That's just the basic alchemy of this, in my opinion. That well, they, one of they, the biggest arguments about California is it is too big to manage as one state. It's too big to have one central government. Uh, especially well, I was I was getting enthusiastic about the break it into three or four or whatever. I know that's and that's yeah. the measure that's no longer on the ballot. Yeah, magically, but <laughs> but uh, but I'm telling. But fine, I'm willing to stay a state, you know, as it is. But it is clear. Yeah, I wish I understood more what was going on. I remember when we threw out Gray Davis and then Schwarzenegger went in there. I mean, literally, people went, "We'll put anybody in there." Let's get Schwarzenegger. Put him in there. He is a businessman. He. I remember the day he opened the book. Do you remember that, Jim? He opened the books and he went, "You have no idea how bad things are." Do you remember that? He said, "I, I remember vaguely." Yeah. And, and he put together some bond funds to try to make up the difference to try to make things sort of financially solvent. He's the one who said, "We got to get this rainy day fund here because we keep." borrowing money to yep. pay money we've already That's borrowed. That's right. Yep, and, and he said he said it's far worse than you can imagine. And I remember he put a, an accountant up that day to explain it. He had charts and everything, and and the, those look like the good old days compared <laughs> to what's going on now. At least the state was sort of running then, and, and things made sense. Now it's become nonsensical, and we're deteriorating and, fast. And the idea that they're just asking for more money. Let's, well, let's fix this point. with more money. It, it's clearly it's, not something that they can manage. But they don't even money. have a handle on what they need. Right. And it's not even clear what they're doing with what they've got. That's the problem. As uh, We also have the rent control proposition. Yeah. We have Tell the daylight that. saving time proposition. The rent control, well, that's a little confusing, too. Um, what uh, what it would do if it passed, it would, it would allow the state to control how landlords charge even new tenants right now uh, pretty much with homes and with and it's not single-family homes although that would change with this proposition multifamily homes and apartment buildings uh, the the only rent control is in in raising somebody's rent but what this would do is this would allow the state to tell landowners or, or, or landlords that they cannot raise rent on even new tenants whatever the new whatever the old tenants rent was that has to be the rent for the new tenant coming in how is anyone supposed to make money again well it does allow for a profit but a very limited profit kind of like the cap they want on prop 8 for dialysis companies they want to put a cap on how much profit uh, a landlord can oh make. that's ridiculous so i own my property and i'm not Oh, there's I'm a lot not. of things you can't. Well, what's going to happen is it's going to, landlords are going to sell their properties because they course. don't want to deal with it's it, be and that means there's going to be so less housing less. available. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So uh, everything everything has a potential backfire. Jim, people have uh, call, questions for you. Can you hang on a minute? Sure. Okay. So we are talking about the propositions. We'll get your calls at eight hundred two 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 five two two two. Lawrence Fine, Doctor Drew. This is Midday Live. KBC has dependable traffic when you need it the most, and it's sponsored by Stater Brothers. Eastbound side of the 10, connector to the 605 North. It was an earlier crash. Everything cleared here a while ago, but your delays remain from Santa Anita on over toward Vincent. East 101 Havenhurst, that accident also completely cleared, but still delays in the 405 toward the Hollywood split and 710 North. And around the 105, another accident with the left lane block, so that's delayed here, coming away from about Rosecrans. They should be reopening lanes soon. Also 210 Freeway West, Sunflower to Grand. Road work in the carpool lane delays here from the 57 and North 5 at Imperial and working to clear a big rig from your traffic lanes. Why shop club stores when you can get club size items at Stater Brothers? With Stater Brothers, enjoy no membership fees, fast checkout, same quality, and hundreds of items at everyday low prices. Stater Brothers, where you always get more club sizes 
for less. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. It's Midday Live. We are visited by our friend, Westwood One News contributor, Jim Roop. We were talking about the propositions. And Jim, let's get some questions in here, all right? We've got a couple minutes. Okay. All righty. Let's talk to Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Hi, um, Dr. Jew. Uh, it just seems like Proposition 10, there's a big bad person uh, like Blackwell Company that does does it all wrong in renting and buying buildings and so forth. So the proposition is built to to hurt the individual homeowner like my wife and I. My, uh, if you have a problem with Blackstone, go to Blackstone. Take care of that problem. Don't hurt everybody else in when you're trying to uh, help us. Does that make sense, Jim? Uh, are you talking about if you rent a room in your home or you rent yeah, a home right. out? If you rent I a rent home? my home or my room, either one. Jim? Well, you would be you would be under the rent control. So, so if you sublet something, you have a whole bureaucracy you got to deal with and a set of laws and God knows what else, Because right? if you don't, you can be sued by the person to whom you rent if they realize... Oh, well, good. We need more oh, suits. Good. Yeah, we need more, <laughs> uh, more litigation. Why I didn't become a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk. Thanks, Mike. Let's talk to uh, Jeff. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I don't see why California can't just get its own single pair like uh, Canada has. We have uh, the fifth biggest or fifth or sixth biggest economy in the world. We have about as many people. And we could show the rest of the uh, 70% of the people in this country want single pair. We want a like Medicare for all. And that's why uh, Bernie Sanders was pretty much winning that uh, thing. So it's eventually going to have to come down to that. Well, isn't We've Gavin Newsom left- saying he's going to do that? Or he's going to get on that? Yeah, that's, yep. they, they want to do that yep. through the legislature. Yeah. yeah. But that's, yep. you know, where, where where the money comes to pay for that is the Yeah, I would have, no you know, to answer the, that. the well, esti- we the esti- have a surplus as it is, and we're spent, they actually did a, a study that showed it save money to do single pair. And, well, you know, that was actually done by... Yeah, but the but, surplus will run out. Yeah. And, what, and then how do we pay for it then? And, Jeff, so the, the no, estimates... You know, that's the argument I get from your conservatives all the time. No, we have we have a surplus, and it's it will continue just because... It, Wait, yeah, so, no, so you think that, that wait, wait, wait. So you think is the that fiscal like the security hang on, is hang going on. broke thing? Well, know? Social Security uh, is a Social Security. I, the reason I don't like Social Security, it's my kids paying my Social Security, and I don't want no, them to do no, that. No, no, no. And by the no, way, just no, no. Why, no hey, no, by the no. way, Jeff, why can't I opt out of Social Security? Why, why don't we have a Social Security system where people that want to don't want their kids paying their Social Security and have a secure retirement plan? I want to opt out. I don't want my kids what paying it. What makes you so special? You're just like everybody else. You've That's what I'm saying. We should. It. Oh, I'd pay into no, it. No, no, I'd pay into it. Don't that freedom stuff like that. Okay, then you shouldn't have to pay taxes. Well, no, no, no. I'll pay taxes. I, I'll pay in. I don't want my kids no, to pay in. It's been working for 65 years or more. Wait, wait, Jeff. Jeff, why do my kids have to pay my Social Security? What if you get an accident tomorrow and you're disabled? You'll be covered by Social Security the rest of your life. That's I, one reason. It I, is an insurance policy. I have insurance it's policies. Like people, it's just like people have to have car insurance. But he has insurance. I have insurance. What does he need Social I have insurance. My, my, point is, plan. my point is that I, the, some people should be able to opt out, is all I'm saying. And if you want to, and to get your kids not to, not to have to pay, it seems like a pretty good deal. But anyway, so Jeff thinks that uh, the California fiscal management is good. Jim, wrap it up. I got about twenty seconds. Um, I think there are a lot of people who would argue against that. I just don't see that. I, I just don't get it. If that's, I, please show me the evidence. Thanks, Jim. Appreciate the report. We'll keep trying to make sense of these propositions.
Uh, good luck. You got <laughs> Thank it. You Thank very you, much. sir. You Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, 800-222-5222. We will talk to you about Mutt Prop 6 after the break. This is Midday Live. KABC News, live and local at 2.30. I'm Jeff Whittle, and the Dodgers today reached a three-year, $93 million contract extension with three-time Cy Young winner Clayton Kershaw, who decided not to opt out of his contract to become a free agent. Yahoo's Tim Brown says the new deal does not include any opt-outs, and it does have incentives built into it, so it will be worth $31 million for each of the next three years. Torrance police have set up a perimeter in the area of Crenshaw Boulevard and 188th Street where officers are searching for a vehicle theft suspect. An elderly couple and their dog are dead after an early morning house fire in Diamond Bar. Sheriff's homicide detectives want to speak with their 32-year-old son who lived with his parents but is now missing. A church friend named Linda spoke about the deceased couple to NBC4 News. They were really beautiful, wonderful people. Very loving, very kind, very generous. The fire erupted around 4.45 a.m. on Crooked Creek Drive. The cause has not been announced, but the home did not have any working smoke alarms. Fullerton Police Chief David Hendricks resigned today. He'd been on paid leave since August amid a criminal investigation into an altercation that Chief Hendricks and Captain Thomas Oliveras reportedly had with two emergency medical technicians who were treating Hendricks' wife at a country music concert in Irvine. Charges have not been filed against Hendricks or Oliveras, but Captain Robert Dunn will continue to serve as Fullerton's interim police chief till a permanent chief's hired. Scooter company Bird is suing the city of Beverly Hills for banning their electric scooters for six months back in July and impounding more than a 1,000 Bird e-scooters. It's the first time Bird's taken legal action against any city. Beverly Hills officials claim the scooters violate several road laws. And currently, Bird scooters only allowed in Los Angeles, Santa Monica, and Long Beach. Actor Alec Baldwin arrested for assault today in New York City where he allegedly punched someone during a dispute over a parking lot on 10th Street in Manhattan. NYPD says Baldwin's in custody at the 6th Precinct and charges are pending. Talk Radio 790 KABC Sports. Besides the good Clayton Kershaw news for Dodger fans, the Clippers will visit the Orlando Magic this afternoon as they look to snap a two-game losing streak. Undefeated Rams visit Narland Sunday. Chargers visit Seattle. That's sports on 790 KABC. Traffic, a market check, weather, and more Dr. Drew Midday Live next KABC Newstime 232. KABC has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Eastbound side of the 10. Connect a road to the 605 freeway northbound. It was an earlier crash which has cleared, but you'll still find remaining delays coming away from Santa Anita and continuing busy most of the way toward Vincent. But once again, all lanes are open here. 710 freeway north right at the 105. Another accident a few minutes ago is still in the left lane, so that backing up traffic toward the 91 interchange. And if you're on the 210 west, Sunflower on over toward Grand, you've got ongoing road work. The carpool lane is blocked. And that now backing up heavily toward the 57 interchange. Stall in the right lane of the 110 freeway southbound at around 3rd Street, downtown L.A. Backing up traffic through Sunset toward the stadium. Northbound side of the 5 at Imperial. Well, that's a big rig in lanes a few minutes ago. The delays from Valley View. Southbound is also affected from the 710. And North 405 at Century has a crash in your second lane from the left. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. 
KABC checking the markets here. It was a uh, poor day on Wall Street to wrap up the trading week. Dow lost 110 points. S&P 500 fell 17. NASDAQ gave up 77 points. KABC SoCal weather, sunny this afternoon, warm highs upper 70s near the coast, mid-80s downtown, upper 80s in the valleys, but it's actually 90 in Downey. It's 87 in Lake Forest, 86 in Sun Valley, and of course you'll vote on November 6th. Then count on smart election coverage with John Phillips and Lauren Savon to break it all down for you. I'm Jeff Whittle, 790 KABC News. Did you know that rent hikes in California are double the national average? Prop 10 is designed to limit rent increases and give power back to local communities. Vote Yes on 10 this November 6th and ease the burden on California renters. Paid for by Yes on 10 and AIDS Healthcare Foundation. This segment is paid for by Yes on 10. The rent is too high. Hey, this is Dr. Drew. And I'm Lauren Savant. We know you don't want to miss a minute of our show every day. But you probably have a life. You may want to listen on your schedule. Well, you can. Check out our daily podcast, Dr. Drew, Midday Live with Lauren Savon, on iTunes, TuneIn, and KBC.com. It is Midday Live, Lauren Savon, Dr. Drew. Our number is 800-222-5222. Let's go out to, I will get your calls, I promise. Hang in there. We're going to go now, though, to John Russo, co-director of KeepLAMoving.com. We're going to talk a little bit about, about Prop 6. John, welcome. Dr. Drew, Lauren, thanks so much for having me on again. It's always a pleasure to speak to you guys. We're having real trouble understanding where the money goes with the ta- gas tax such as it is now. And, and why we would not not want to repeal it if we had the chance. Right. And and, and let me and let me start uh, for, I'm going to start this conversation from the standpoint of hmm, there's at least a billion dollars in highway maintenance money here. I don't want that to. I, I'd like to them to spend that on the roads if they're if that's what we're providing them with. Why don't I see any highway maintenance ever? And where is this money going? That is that is an excellent question. And when you dig into where does all this SB one money go, you'll see it's just a whole bunch of buzzwords and statements that sound like things that sound really good. We're going to fix bridges. We're going to fix roads. But when you dig down into it, really only 7% of the $5.3 billion a year, it's actually almost $5.4 billion per year of SB1 money is actually going to fix roads. And, and earlier you said you, you, you're normally a vote no on all props, guys. Yeah. I totally understand that. But this one, we absolutely have to vote yes. Yeah, I get it. We won't. And, it's, uh, and when they say, you know, on the no side, they keep saying we're repealing the gas tax. That's a bit of a misnomer. We're not repealing the gas tax. We will still pay plenty of gas taxes here in California. We're repealing the 12% increase, which was levied last year. Right now, at $4 a gallon, we're paying about a 21% sales tax on gas right think now. Think about that. Uh, is that the highest in the nation? Repealed. Is that the highest in the nation? Sec- I think it's the second highest in the nation behind Pennsylvania. Weird, the Pennsylvania. Oddly, yeah, yeah. Oddly Pennsylvania. You'd think Jersey, but no, it's Pennsylvania. And when uh, I look at the breakdown on the accounting of this sort of this sort of skeletal accounting, statewide administrative cost, one hundred five million dollars. What is that? That's a good question. I have no idea. Fifty million to the fifty million to the Highway Patrol. Well, I want them to get money if they need it. Do they need it? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I'll i always assume that the cops need all the funding they can get. Uh, those guys don't get paid enough. So I don't mind $50 million to the, the state highway patrol. But you know what's interesting? If you Like earlier, uh, Jim Roop was saying about bonds and why we always want to vote no on bonds. The, the amount of bond money coming out of our gas taxes is almost 9%. It's $312 million, which is about seven, six times what we're giving to the CHP right now. 
Um, our money isn't being spent effectively, and that's why we want to vote no. Excuse me, vote yes on Prop Six. <laughs> yeah, even I get confused. See? You want to vote yes to repeal Prop Six. And then, Lauren, you, if, you said there's some matching funds. Something is that for right. streets? Is that there's so, transfer so that to cities and counties? Well, yeah, here we matching go. Matching funds for local transfer agencies. to cities and counties, streets and roads, two point seven billion. Oh man, we yeah. are reaping the rewards here in Los Angeles because our streets are maintained. Perfect. Well, and you know what's interesting? So that's 34% of the total SB1 money, and it goes to counties and, and, and uh, cities. And as Lauren said, the, why isn't the city uh, repaving the street out in front of her house? Well, the city of L.A., that, that uh, two, bil- $2 billion plus dollars, yeah. the city of L.A. is actually slated to get $34 million of that. So that's next to nothing. I think they might be able to get just the part of your street in front of your driveway for $34 well, million. Who's, <laughs> who's getting the rest? Where is it going? You know, they don't actually tell you that, so I have no idea. It goes into this ether black hole of who knows where it goes. But once it goes to the cities, they can pretty much allocate it for anything they want. Um, so it, it doesn't necessarily go to improving roads and, and highway capacity. Um, it goes to it can go to mass transit. It can go to light rail. It can go to buses. Well, that, to I want going. that. I want light rail. What, what I, I want all that, but what I don't trust is our that elected That's where it's actually going to Yes, go. I don't trust them to spend the money properly. I don't spend them to spend it on the roads. I don't trust them at all. I mean, it's amazing to me that we if, you, if someone handed me money and said, go fetch lunch, and instead of lunch, I bought a million other things with it, and I said, I'm sorry, I don't have your money anymore. But if you decide to give me more money, now I'll, I'll actually get go get you maybe, lunch. Maybe. Why would we trust them when? <laughs> yeah, well, it, 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 that's absolutely true. I mean, the money we're giving right now, up to and right now, it's eight point uh, eight point two billion dollars per year when you add in the SB one money uh, into uh, transportation. But it, it's not being spent uh, responsibly. It's not being spent on our on our roads. Uh, again, I mean, I'll go back to it's about seven seven percent is actually exclusively slated to highway maintenance. Well, 7%. I, I, it's just so I'm, – I'm actually – I must tell you, I'm actually ambivalent about it uh, uh, because I would like there to be – I think about the taxes I pay in the state of New York and the city of New York City, and I get tons of transportation and roads and parks and all this great stuff that I use all the time, and I just don't see it here. I'd like that here. I'd like it in California, but I see no evidence that I get it. Why is that? It, well, I mean, it all goes back to our our funds are totally being misappropriated. Well, that's we what it seems like. A year, a hundred million a year is, is transferred into the general fund, and in fact, there was before SB one came up, there was California Assembly Bill four ninety six, uh, which died in February twenty seventeen, prior to the passing of SB one, which was trying to fix exactly the problem you're talking about. Well, they wanted to take all the transportation money and actually. T- put it towards transportation and not let it be siphoned off into all these what other... What a crazy what, idea. What a crazy idea. We're going to have to keep this conversation going. I want Jeff to call back, the guy that said that the state was being managed properly, and make the case. Help me understand it. Please. John doesn't I think so. Lives, I don't but... think so. John Russo, co-director of KeepLAMoving.com. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew, 800-222-5222. This is Midday Live. He has dependable traffic when you need it the most. Eastbound side of the 10. Connect the road to the north 605. It was an earlier crash cleared now, but still some delay. Sad to Anita toward Vincent. 710 north at the 105. You got a crash here in the left lane. Busy from the 91. Southbound Harbor Freeway at 3rd in downtown L.A. Well, that's a stall in the right lane with a backup to Hill Street. Northbound from Slauson. And North 57 Pathfinder crash in the right lane. And that now backing up traffic toward Lambert. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KBC. 
Midday Live, Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. Hey, I got a response from uh, Assemblyman Chris Holden. I, I wrote oh? an email objecting to AB 1279 and AB 1437. I forget what they were now, but it was more about like you know Prop 47 stuff. Uh, John Russo from uh, KeepLAMoving.com. John, we got some calls for you. you. Ready? Okay. All right. Let's talk to Carl. Go ahead there, Carl. Yeah. Hi, uh, uh, Dr. Drew Lauren. Uh, John, where is the money being spent? What does the studies tell us? Because if they're not spending it on the road, what are they doing? Well, you know, there's a great uh, website. You can go to uh, calmatters.org. Uh, slash article slash how California really spends bas- gas tax dollars dash davits, uh, data viz, excuse me, D-A-T-A-V-I-Z. And they have a great infographic that will show you where this money is going. But it's, I mean, a top level breakdown, about 40% of it's going towards complete streets, traffic calming, road diets. And as we've seen here in L.A. Road diets. Uh, oh, we're actually paying for through. our own punishment. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, to the tune of 40% of SB1 money. Um, that is not what it was <laughs> meant for. Oh, my well, God. Well, it's not, again, it's not what we're being told, right? We're going to fix the roads. Oh, sure, they will repave the road, but then it's going to have, you know, two less lanes once the repaving's done. That's the part they don't tell you. Wow. Uh, you know, six, 6% of it's being used for freight rail import improvements. Now, those may be things that we need. Maybe we need freight rail import improvements, but I would question why are we raising our gas taxes for that and why are we funding that money over that? That's not something that they talk about. Uh, you know, some of it's a small percentage, but 3% is going to university research, apprentice programs, and and freeway service patrols to pay for tow trucks on the freeway. Huh? So it's going into a lot of buckets, that, but not all of them are fixing the roads and bridges, which is what all we're being told. If you vote no on this and this money goes away, or excuse me, if you vote yes on this, excuse me, you vote yes on this and this money goes <laughs> away, we're going to lose the, you know, we, we're, we're not going to have safe roads. We're not going to have safe bridges. And it's just not true. The money is there. It's just how it's being spent. I mean, you tell some of the folks down here in Southern California who live in uh, Mar Vista, who got hit by that road diet, oh. the, the 14 businesses that went out because the, no one can get to I their did. business anymore. You tw- tell tw- them 21, that 21, 21 businesses. businesses, excuse me. <laughs> you tell them that this is what the money went for. I mean, it, it's it, it's it, so weird. It's hard not to be filled with rage. In this I, I wish Jeff would call back and help me understand the fiscal management that's good. I I, I want to know. I, I'm I'm a reasonable person. I, maybe I'm getting biased in my thinking uh, uh, somehow. But uh, please show me where it's working out. I just don't see it. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you dig into these numbers, and, and if you go down the SB1 rabbit hole, uh, your your fears are confirmed, Doctor Drew. It, it is extreme mismanagement. If, if California were a private business, uh, we would have been bankrupt, you know, twenty years ago. Wow. Yeah, my goodness. Well, I'm having while we're talking, I'm having an email exchange with Assemblyman Chris Holden. So I seem to have gotten his ear, or somebody at his office, anyway. Uh, maybe I can get some inroads into understanding. How they do what they do, because uh, right now it 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 just if things were getting better and thriving in this state, I would be like, yeah, great, good. We're right. getting some for our money. It's good. That's no problem. Let's pay our taxes. Let's build this state up. Let's all work together. I'm even sympathetic to the rent control thing because I'm like, we got to do something. Let's do something. Try 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 a little bit of this here, a little bit of that there. Try everything, but everything's going the wrong way. It seems like, and and maybe I'm wrong, John. Am I? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, we're the, California is the fifth largest economy in the world, and it's hard to look any place, especially living here in Los Angeles. It's hard to point at any one thing and say, you know what, that's working out really well. Maybe you know the right. new football stadium that's work, that's working out well. But other than that, uh, I don't I don't see anything else working in this city. Yeah. So From when there's a which you you talked about extensively, oh. the road diets, the traffic, the congestion, to to uh, to, to the trash, How, I mean, housing, LA, housing, trash, rats, typhus. I mean, it really it's like you're you're talking about Bangladesh or something. It's like what are you talking about Los Angeles? Really, is that what we're talking about here? Really? 
Well, I, Los Angeles meets Mumbai. I think that's what we're that's what we're living in. I, right I now. promise you, Mumbai is managed better. I, I just because a lot more people, a lot more, a lot more challenges. We, they seem to be <laughs> making headway. We're going the wrong direction. That's what's disturbing me. All right. Well, thanks, John, as always. And if people should go if they want to find out more. Go to keeplamoving.com. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. Uh, keep LA moving. And in fact, uh, just a, a little bit of an announcement. We've, we've actually gone national now, and we've uh, teamed up with Road Diet uh, fighting groups from literally New York to Los Angeles, all across the country, and we've, we're launching keepthemoving.com uh, soon, so stay tuned. It's weird. It's shocking to me that you have to do that. Yep. It's like, what? We're all... Uh, I mean, we, we, we have a member, we have a group, uh, Keep Waverly Moving. Waverly is a small city in Iowa of 10,000 people. Waverly, Iowa is having their Main Street Road Dieted, right. and in the one right, week right. since this happened, they've already seen six acts. All right. Oh my I don't know, god! All right, it's talking to me that in a country they're, they're where literally people, killing well, us. Industriousness is the idea. We we got our government's gotten get in the way of that. This is midday live. It is midday live. Lawrence Vaughn, Doctor Bureau, numbers eight hundred two 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 five two two two. And Glenn, you want to make a comment? Yeah, um, one of the things that they always fail to mention whenever they do one of these uh, little uh, dip-into-our-wallet schemes <laughs> is uh, the legislature up in Sacramento. They put in a back door where if the state is in a fiscal emergency, they can put the money in the general fund. Right. They always make sure that the state's in a fiscal emergency every year. Right. We, we're, we're aware of this, and this is sort of what we're... I, I really want to try to dig into what they're doing up there. I, I, I just I just don't get it. I, 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 I'm confused, and, and maybe that's, that's just... why a, I call them the legislature. Well, I, I don't even want to do that to them because that I, I want to understand. I'm sure it's people who are well-meaning and think they're doing the right thing, but can't they also look around and go, "This isn't working. We must be. We need to get our act together a little bit." Or maybe they just aren't living. They, they some people think it's because we have a full-time legislature that don't live down in the communities they serve. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I That's we they, we have a meeting tonight in Studio City for a uh, where we're going to meet the candidates and they're going to have. Uh, uh, they're going to have the sheriff, the candidates there. They're going to have our local people there, both on the uh, Republican and Democrat side. And they're, you know, we're going to we're going to see. Uh, they're not going to have the gubernatorial people, but uh, they're going to have the that. So we're going to have a little town hall and see what their ideas are. Well, it's you know, and just really push them on accounting and responsibility and fiscal responsibility and that train to nowhere and I, I you know just I don't know I, I just I, I don't know what to say I I'm prepared to I'm prepared to believe anything I'm prepared to back our legislature if they can convince me they're doing the right things I just don't see any evidence that, yeah, no kidding that this is going properly you're and giving so, them way too much well that's my point it's like I'm open I'm open it's convince me uh, but I just don't see it uh, so uh, we should talk a bit about our friend Jillian Barbary, who's uh, yeah. just been diagnosed with breast cancer, and she'll be out for a couple of weeks, but is in great, very good shape and very good spirits. So uh, send her your uh, best regards. She is very public about this on Twitter, and you can mm -hmm. you can sort of follow her there, and you know, and sort of comment. She will see your comment because she's been uh, yes, tweeting away. She has. Uh, she's, she's allowing us to join her on this journey. Yes, and and really, I commend her for that because uh, you know they one third, third, third yeah. women have breast cancer at some point in their life. It's a very common condition, highly treatable this, these days. The advancement in 
prostate and breast are unreal, unreal advancement in the treatment of these of these tumors. And so uh, I look for the, forward to this being uh, a pain in the neck for her and nothing more. <laughs> and, then, and then off she'll go back to uh, the, on with her life as she wishes. But um, yeah, she... Um, yeah, it's, it proves you know makes a point out. Please do your breast your screening, everybody. Absolutely. There's a there's an organization there called Color dot com. I, I we're not advertising for them, or maybe we tried to at one point, but because I think <laughs> they're great. If you it's a it uh, screens for the most common uh, DNA repair abnormalities and uh, sort of preexisting genetic conditions that set up for cancer. I myself turned out to have a Lynch syndrome, MSH six, which is my prostate cancer. I've got to change my screening procedures every year for every three to five years. It gives you information. It gives you information yeah. that changes. Screening, so you, can, you can prevent these things. So do your screening, get your uh, genetic testing done so you can know how to screen, uh, and don't miss. Don't miss. Uh, these things are treatable when we get them early, and uh, we should be able to prevent them from uh, becoming a real issue. Thank you so much for being a part of the show here when you call in. Thank you for listening. Please do tell a friend. It's Lawrence Vaughn, Dr. Drew. This is Midday Live.